This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Cultivating Convos, the Ohio Department of Agriculture's podcast. Uh, once again, I am here, Shelby Croft, and my usual sidekick, Megan Harshberger, is not here, so we have the pleasure of having Katie Boyer with us. Hi, Katie. Hi, I'm so excited to get to host again. This is always such a blast. Katie's usually behind the scenes producing this whole thing, so it's fun when she actually gets to take part. So, Katie, we have an exciting guest today. Very exciting in our world. Yes, yes, so exciting. Hello, uh, nice to be with you, Shelby and Katie. Thanks for joining us. And you know, we also have Ann Parkinson with us. Ann is a microbiologist in our ADDL lab. Thanks for uh, taking time to be with us, Ann. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be able to speak to our listening audience today about what goes on here in the Ohio ADDL. Great. Well, we're so happy to we have both of you on. Now, before we get started actually talking about uh, the ADDL, uh, Dr. French, you, your background is just extensive. It's uh, it's just really pretty awesome. I would love for you to tell our audience what you have been doing the last few years and where you've been. still involved with that group. Uh, I serve on an advisory board, and we are in the process of building laboratories across China to support the agricultural industry there. Wow. So you, uh, you're doing a lot of travel then. You're a busy man. <laughs> well, I don't do a lot of travel because we all know about all the travel restrictions. Actually, if it weren't for COVID, I would probably still be in China. Uh, I chose to return to the U.S. because I thought I would be safer here. Um, and I have grandchildren here now, and so I, you know, made the trip back to the U.S., but I'm, I still stay engaged with animal health on a global scale. Those grandchildren, I'm telling you, they bring everyone back. They're the only reason my parents visit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my kids are glad that I come to visit them now, but it's really for the grandchildren. It's not for them. <laughs> Katie's about that to learn that. Katie's about to have a baby. She's about to figure this one out. <laughs> yep, that seems to be the way it goes. I know uh, my my dogs are the only grandchildren right now, so uh, I know they're going to get, you know, kind of left behind once the baby comes, but that's okay. Not left behind. They'll still be loved, but they might not be the favorites anymore. So, so before we move on, I realized I said ADDL lab, and that's kind of like, say, an ATM machine, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yep. it's the Animal Animal Disease Diagnostic Laboratory, ADDL. Just end it there. Yep, yep. I realize I did that. I apologize for my mistake off the top. Well, and before we get any further, can you explain what you guys do in ADDL? I sure can. <laughs> um, our mission here in the um, Ohio Animal Disease Diagnostic Laboratory is pretty much to serve, protect, and enhance uh, the diverse animal agriculture that we have here in Ohio, um, and to also to provide to that diverse animal agriculture the most advanced uh, expedient animal disease testing and detection methods that there are available to help them uh, in their growth and in their success. So when they're happy, we're happier. <laughs> so that's, that's our main mission. 
Um, we do, we're a full service all species laboratory here. We are accredited by the American Association of Veterinary Laboratory Diagnosticians here in the United States and also part of the USDA's National Animal Health Laboratory Network. Uh, so we are accredited and use those accreditations in support of our Ohio livestock and poultry industries. Uh, we uh, serve domestic farm animals and poultry. We do companion animals. We do wildlife. We do exotic animals. Uh, we're probably a pretty well-kept secret here in Reynoldsburg. We uh, help people or help businesses, ag businesses, uh, with their diagnostic and regulatory testing to help manage their businesses and meet their economic goals. We help out our livestock and poultry producers with the movement of their animals and their animal products uh, to meet those economic goals. We also help them improve their marketability, marketability locally here in the state, nationally and globally. And um, last of all, one of our duties is to protect the safety of the food supply here in the state of Ohio. Uh, in addition to that, uh, this time of year, we're looking at the county fairs and shows and exhibitions that are going on. So we help a lot of 4-H and FFA uh, youth uh, with their health certificates and their testing to get into these events. And across the state, uh, outside of youth exhibitions, we also help support things like the Quarter Horse Congress, the Beef Expo, the Dairy Expo, the Pork Congress, and all kinds of shows and sales that may come along uh, for our producers to participate in. Uh, we help support um, ODNR uh, with uh, wildlife here in the state. We also help uh, metropolitan zoos in the state and wildlife conservation areas that may be here in the state with their testing needs to keep their, their flocks and herds healthy. We will also help uh, folks export animals out of Ohio, not only to other places in the United States, but globally. Uh, here just this week, we were assisting a veterinarian that had a client that wanted to send four anteaters to Taiwan. So, and then I think a couple months ago, uh, we sent a bunch, 40 to 50 feigning goats to Kuwait. So we're kind of active here <laughs> in the export market, too, that I don't think a lot of people, you know, are aware of. Do you guys take a breath over there in that lab? No, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> okay, that was a, a great. I'm going to use you for You're promotion welcome. at the ADDL from this point forward. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of the work we do here. We have a lot of staff here that work very hard and um, love working for our clients. Uh, so, yeah, we're very excited to be able to share what we do. Great, great. So, Dr. French, you walked into a whole lot after we hear that. Uh, he did. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to get back to something that we were talking about when you explained what you had done in China. I think that that is, is very integral in, in talking about our lab here and what, what you're going to take from your experience there and apply here. Yes, and, and so as, as Annie explained, there is a lot of things that we do in the lab, and I think uh ohioans don't really comprehend the the extent of what this lab is does and what we're involved in in maintaining the economy and um and things of that sort uh and and again as we had a conversation prior to this these are all topics that we can cover individually in in the future um, because I think, uh, you know, our constituency would be very much interested in in what we do for the export market for Ohio. And where does everything in Ohio go and how how do we in, get involved in that? It's all critical. 
ultimately, to me, it comes down to the, the lab is critical for animal health, public health, animal welfare, and food safety and food security. And, and that's a big umbrella. You don't typically think of an animal disease diagnostic laboratory being involved in public health, but uh, we could spend the rest of this podcast just talking about public health issues. But when it comes to the laboratory, uh, as was mentioned, we are a we are part of a national network of laboratories. It's the National Animal Health Laboratory Network. And we are a level one laboratory, uh, so you can't go higher than level one. Um, and we have a lot of specific requirements that we have to meet uh, to help uh, maintain all of this on a national scale. To do that, it's, it's important that we have the laboratory, the facilities we need, the people we need, uh, the technology we need, all of that infrastructure to make this happen and provide basically uh, the best services that we can for Ohio. And, and the goal is really to have a lab in Ohio for Ohio and to support Ohio's economy. Um, and my experience has been in developing just this kind of thing, uh, laboratories to support that. And the um, ODA has actually kicked off a uh, needs assessment with a company out of Cincinnati, Ohio, Ohio, uh, Chaplin uh, Architecture. And we are beginning the process of assessing what our needs are to build a new state-of-the-art laboratory to support Ohio and the industry. And, and I always have to be careful here because really the laboratory doesn't just support Ohio. It has a national, it actually has a global mission because, and I think COVID's the best example, diseases don't recognize borders. Nothing stops at the Ohio border. And so if you look at COVID, uh, that's the best example. So really our laboratory is, is a small part of a global network of laboratories, but we want Ohio to be a leader. And, and that's our goal in building a new laboratory moving forward. Dr. Frank, that's amazing. And, you know, we always want to hear that Ohio is the best. And it sounds like we are. And it's through the technology we have, right? Correct. And, and so, <laughs> so there are more things that we haven't covered here. So we're going to have to have another podcast. Um, but, well, just as an example, we are a level one non-lab. We are what's called a vet learn lab, which is an FDA laboratory. So we provide services for FDA, um, keeping in mind, as I mentioned before, animal health, public health. So we have USDA components, we have FDA components, food security, food safety. So, and then we also are listed as, and we're actually one of few, very few, what's called a genome tracker lab. So you, the best example, again, you come back to COVID. You hear about COVID and, oh, there's the new variant out of South Africa and there's the new variant in the UK. Well, we specifically do genome tracking. We sequence genomes of animal viruses, COVID included, uh, to look to see how these viruses and, and even bacteria, how these pathogens are changing. 
And that allows us to try and keep ahead of what's happening in, in, uh, in the world of disease. So we're a non-lab level one, we're an FDA vet learn lab, we are a genome tracker lab. And so we're involved in quite a bit on a national scale. What you would like to see happen in ADDL when it comes to technology? So one of the things where we need to advance is, is increasing our capacity for testing. And typically increasing capacity means we need to get away from what we typically see as bench scientists to automation of testing. Automation also enhances our quality control. Moving into automation and even robotics and increasing our capacity and quality control in testing, but then also adding on the technologies that allow us to almost in real time communicate uh, results, uh, tabulate data, use data analytics, the so-called big data to assess what's happening in the state and, and eventually using that data analytics and big data, you can start to mitigate problems, start prevent things from happening before they happen. Example would be if we know there is a highly pathogenic strain of a pig disease, a common disease in pigs is called PERS, and it's a, uh, it's a porcine reproductive respiratory disease. And if we can get ahead of that, we can potentially control the disease. So going from diagnosing the disease, but also building in artificial intelligence and the technologies we need to analyze data and get ahead of disease. Right now, we tend to monitor for disease, we do surveillance for disease, or we chase disease. We want to get ahead of it and mitigate the problems. And that requires newer technologies. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. Now, Ann, you've been at the lab for a little bit. What do you think about the new directions we're going to be taking under Dr. French? Oh, I think they're fabulous. He's come with a load of ideas. We're all very excited to have somebody, you know, of his experience and expertise come to the Ohio ADDL. And I've mentioned to you before that a lot of the staff feel that, that us being able to have Dr. French in our lab here in Ohio is to us like winning the Vaximillion, so to speak. So we feel very fortunate to have him. We're looking forward to having him with us as we advance our lab into the future. Wow, that was quite the endorsement. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say thank you. And uh, I'll rework your performance evaluation. I think there's a, a bonus that's coming your way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, you know what, Dr. French, I wouldn't say that unless I meant it. So I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> well, and. And one of the things that that's also important, you know, you you raise these questions about, you know, having a new building, you know, the the state of the art facilities and bringing in new technology. But in reality, what makes the lab the best is the people, the people in the lab that do the work on it on the day to day basis. So when I talk about the issues of the lab, and this is before I got here. So this is like, you know, Annie and Dr. Jung and, and other people in the lab. They're the people that got the lab to where it is. They're the people that got the lab to a level one, to a vet learn, to a uh, genome tracker laboratory status. 
Um, it's the people that really make the laboratory. And uh, and that's one of the other pushes that, that I need to make uh, as the director of the lab is, is a push in the state of Ohio to help us recruit and retain the best people we can get. And and that's a big part of the package moving forward. It's It'll be nice to have a shiny building, but if we don't have the right people behind the walls, it's not gonna do what we need it to do. I am so happy to hear you say that. I don't think people realize we have just, such, we have an amazing team like across across the department, across ODA and uh, you know, the lab is no exception. So I am happy to hear that you realized that from, you know, from day one. One other thing that I think is important to point out that I'd like you to talk about is in building this lab and in building the new lab and in, you know, new ideas in, in the lab and kind of where you want to take it, you have a strong desire to communicate with stakeholders to build that. Correct. Yeah, because it it's uh, ultimately we're we're a service entity. Um, that's who we serve. Uh, um, in in essence, we serve the general public. You know that comes into that whole uh, food safety, public health, um, animal welfare issues. But uh, we also serve the the commodities, livestock producers, companion animal, you know, pet owners, and. It's important that we understand what their needs are, what their desires are. They are also swiftly moving forward in technologies. Uh, they are interested in the big data in terms of, you know, if you look at say pig production, uh, you know, they know how much a pig eats every day. They know if a pig's not eating, uh, they know if they have elevated temperatures with thermal cameras, they actually have now systems that look at pig behavior with facial recognition. Um, and so there's a lot that's going on there. And what we want to do is integrate what producers have for data, what they vaccinate for, what they treat for with all the laboratory data so that we can really move forward uh, within the industry. But to do that, we've got to be working hand in hand uh, with those people. And so that's one of my initiatives is to meet these uh, these commodities, uh, whether it's swine, poultry, dairy, uh, sheep and goat, aquaculture. Um, they're, they're all important to the state, um, but not only meet them at say their senior le level, you know, you have say, uh, you know, the executive vice president of the uh, Port Council in Ohio. Um, but I'd also like to meet some of the actual, you know, the producers that are out there, visit farms uh, and understand where their, what their needs are, what their struggles are and where ADDL can help. It's critical. Absolutely. This is an exciting time for ADDL and animal producers across the state. So. Thank you so much, Dr. French and Anne, for joining us today. I learned a lot. And, you know, I think you're right. We might have to have you back to talk a little more soon because this was fascinating and I have a million more questions in not enough oh. time. <laughs> oh, Katie, okay. you have no idea. Dr. French had a conversation with me today and he, I don't know, tossed out about 17 different podcast ideas. So he, he might, he's going to be a regular. He's going to become a regular on here. <laughs> that is all we have.
we have time for today. Thank you so much, Dr. French, and welcome. We're so excited to have you here, and thank you, Anne. And uh, thank you, everyone out there, for listening, and we will see you back here next week on Cultivating Convos. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.